What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserve Radio. I'm your host, Ren. With me, as always, Austin and Angelo. Uh, tonight, we're going to be grading NBA teams for the halfway point of the season. We all have different methods of how we graded, I think. I think we didn't really set that in stone in the group chat when we were discussing what we wanted to talk about this week. So our grades could be significantly different, but I think we need to. Um, let each other explain our grades before we jump down each other's throats because I know for a fact some of my grades are probably going to get a response out of Angelo. Um, but before we get into that, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Yeah, I definitely had different expectations and my grading scale is a lot different as well. Like I was grading teams based on what I expected going in and where they are right now. I didn't. Right. So that's actually what I did. So like, I was more willing to give a team that was in, say, the bottom three of the standings a high grade if that's where I expected them to be. If they understood the assignment that this was supposed to be a tanking year, they're going for Victor or Scoot or whoever, I was more willing to give them a high grade because I think that whether you know they've built solid draft capital or they're doing exactly what was expected of them. Um, I, I graded more based on that than just like, oh, this team's doing really well. Here's an A. To avoid that, what I actually did is I started my base. Like, if you are performing exactly how I expected you, I start that as a C. I do not, like, if the Boston's, I'm going to, this might spoil later, but if the Boston Celtics, I expect to be a top team. They're there. They're a C. That's, that's kind of how I did. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to clear that up because... We we briefly talked about what we wanted to do, and then like we didn't really discuss like how we wanted to go off the grading. So I'm expecting our grades are going to be kind of all over the place because I'm going to tell you right off: the Boston Celtics are not a C in my book. Um, <laughs> so I, I think the grades are going to be all over the place, and, and that might be more fun for conversation. And we're going to power through all 30 teams, so. I don't know how that's going to go, but I'm sure there's a lot of teams that we're just going to kind of skim right past. And then I'm sure there's going to be like teams like, for example, if you've been listening to every episode to this point, you know, Angelo's not going to let us just skim past the Atlanta Hawks. So I I'm excited for it. But before we get into that, let's question of the day. Um, so the question of the day today is going to be. What is a fact about you that people would find surprising? Question of the day needed a little more uh, heads up. That's not the point of the question of the day. The point of the question of the day I know. is to get you by surprise because I didn't know the question of the day until 20 seconds ago when I hit the button. Um, so for me, and I'm guessing it's going to be the same for Austin, actually. We kind of touched on it last week. Uh, we are adult men. I am an adult male, straight adult male, and I am a huge Disney fan. Like I love the Walt Disney Company. I love the theme parks. I have loved it since I was a kid. It's one of those things that stuck with me. But yeah, that's that's my big thing, I guess. Dude, I'll just piggyback. Yeah, I was I was there last week. Yeah, you you live there, so. Yep. 
and get to go pretty much every month. I, two or I three times you, a month. You, you send me the pictures. Thank you. Yeah, well, you won't come down, so that's on you, boo. It, it, I will be. Angelo, what <laughs> is a surprising fact about you? We hate big cities. Refuse to go there. Angelo refuses to go to Florida. Just that's full disclosure. He had a bad, bad, bad experience. Recovering too from surgery. It was so bad. It was so <laughs> bad. Oh my god. Florida <laughs> um, so drivers N- are great. NBA news. Um, there's actually a lot. I, I think as we get towards, I, I guess the trade deadline, but we're at the midway point of the season. There's going to be a lot of news. Um, just off the top of my head, not a great week for big men and thumbs. Um, I know Christian Wood is out with thumb surgery. Who was the other one? There was someone else that just had thumb surgery. Because that's why this came to my mm. mind. Mitchell Robinson. He's out at least three weeks with a thumb injury. Not Mitchell. Yeah. Well, Christian Wood. Christian Wood is huge for the Mavericks. Yeah. So, um, outside of that. Um, another huge Yaku. player. LaMelo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. LaMelo. That, I mean, that just happens. Yeah. Like, that's. Uh, that's uh, see if there's an update on it. That's a, that's actually going to play a part in my grade for the Hornets. So that we will come full circle for that. It, it, it's a it's a sprain, but it's it's like his third or fourth ankle sprain this season. So mm-hmm. it's a little little risky. Um, the market value in terms of trades this season seems to be a little ridiculous. I don't know who's to blame for that. Probably Rudy Gobert's trade, but the news is saying that to trade for Jakob Pertl, you will have to give up two first-round picks. If that is the market, just count me out this season. Just count me out this season. This is ridiculous. I don't... This is ridiculous. I... Don't get me wrong. He's a quality NBA player. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying two first-round picks being his value is a bit ridiculous. Um, see, I had a whole bunch of news, but it's nothing major. There's not any big trades or anything this week. It's just like DeJounte Murray calling out. Tony Parker for leaving, like little things. It's not been a super in-depth week. Um, so did you all see? I, oh, go ahead. Uh, we might be going on the same path. So you go first. Did you all see the mural in Dallas for Luca? I did not. Good. So an artist. Yes, I definitely handle? did. So, an artist, since you didn't know about it, painted a mural in a restaurant of Luca. It has a bunch of his, like, game highs for this season. And he's holding a sign that says, send help. Please send help. I have it. Please send help. Um, so, Mark Cuban responded to this 
called it disrespectful. Um, a whole bunch of other things. And the artist responded, and this is the part that amazes me, I guess, is in his reply to Mark Cuban, he basically said Mark Cuban was being disrespectful for calling the painting disrespectful, and Mark Cuban should have invited him to a game to talk about it. <laughs> the nerve of this guy. <laughs> He's not wrong. Luca needs help, but your your first response is, well, he should have invited me, like, front row seats right by the bench, uh, travel with the team, team dinners, and talk to me about it. Like, really? But I don't know. That's all I've got for NBA News. You guys got anything? Um, There's one thing that hit my notifications maybe, like, an hour ago that Adam Silver had a meeting with the president of France about bringing even more basketball into France. Yeah, I think... Is the NBA Paris game today or is it tomorrow? I don't remember. I think it was today because I vaguely recall reading something about Victor when I was... Out grocery shopping pop up on my newsfeed. But that's, uh, I mean, I'm all about growing the game. I think that I would welcome more NBA games in international locations just because, as a basketball fan, I want to see the best quality players. And the only way you do that is you increase the number of people that are watching and playing and learning the game. Mm hmm. I'm I'm all for that, and hopefully that goes further because we, we've had a lot of great European players over the past decade. I mean, we've had a lot of great European players for the entirety of the NBA, but over the last decade, it seems like it's really blown up. Um, you got anything, Angela? Oh, um, the Paris game is today, I believe. It's Pistons Bulls. Oh no no no! It's it, yeah. I I knew what it was. One twenty six, one oh eight. No, it's a recap. So this already happened. Three p.m. Thursday. So this happened today. Yeah, it happened today. Yeah, I I thought it was today or tomorrow. I just couldn't remember what it was, and I did not have time to watch anything today. I just got home thirty minutes ago. Um, so are you guys ready to just get into our? grading of the teams for the midway point of the season or you got any like interesting anecdotes of outside of pod i should be good any, any story yeah i got anymore? nothing okay so what team you guys want to start with i mean let's just yeah. get the celtics i guess since we already celtics. talked about that a little bit okay go ahead angela i mean yeah <clears throat> Coming off the NBA Finals and then adding Malcolm Brogdon, I fully expected them to be one of the top teams. I think the most adversity they have faced is the whole conundrum with the coach, and they have bounced from that amazingly. They're a deep roster. There's I, C is not a bad grade to me. C is just you are meeting expectations. They are absolutely meeting those expectations that – 
you placed on them. Right. That's and and that's that's that's, that's a fair way to grade it. I gave them an A plus. Just they have the best net. They have the best net rating in the league. They're a top two offense. Jason Tatum is going to be an MVP candidate this season. Um, yeah, I after so they had the drama earlier in the year with their coach Udoka, and that could have backfired and drug team morale and chemistry down. But no, they're exactly who we thought they were going to be, and that's probably the easiest grade of the night for me. I think they're the best team in the NBA. I think they're very well put together, and they're doing exactly what I thought they were going to do. So I actually forgot to tell you all this and the viewers. So my grading scale was different. I decided to approach it from a future standpoint. So Jake, looking at their draft picks, like, you know, they have all their first one will go... If it's 1 through 12, they'll keep it. If not, it's going to Indy. But I'm going to give them an A, A+, plus, honestly, just because their roster's stacked. Tatum's young. Brown is young. Brogdon is playing amazing. I think the sky is the limit for this team. Yeah, if we don't see a Celtics championship this season, we're going to see one in the next couple of years. It's, yeah, it's bound to happen. that good. Um, but yeah, like that, that, I think that's one of the easier grades for the night mm-hmm. because it's just, they are really, really good no matter how you look at it. And yeah. So who's next? Well, we could just keep going down the standings. Bucks at two. Bucks at two. That works. Um, Would you like me to start? Mm. Yeah, go ahead and start. Yeah, go ahead and start. We'll just have you start. Okay, that's fine. I actually... (coughs) Sorry. I actually gave them a B for this reason and this reason only. The Middleton injury, I thought, would impact them more. Giannis definitely stepped up and did exactly what he needed to do. I knew they were a top team in the NBA going into this season. I just thought they would struggle more. And that's kind of where I put them at. Giannis is having another MVP-worthy season. I'm not necessarily sure, well, maybe with Yoka gaining it the last two seasons, I'm not necessarily sure they'll give it to him again, but he's having a great season. Actually, I'll put it up here, too. Yeah. So I, so I went with a B for the Bucks. They're having a good year. And I'm never going to count out Giannis or whatever, but Chris Middleton has barely played this season. Um, Brooke Lopez went from probably in conversations for Defensive Player of the Year to still a really good defender, but not exactly... I don't even want to say all-NBA defensive, but... It's something doesn't feel right for me right now with the Bucks. Obviously, Luca could carry this team all the way if he really, really wanted to. But based just on my personal grading system, something isn't right here. And I, I'm sure they're going to be fine. 
they're a well-coached team. They're a well-structured team. And they've got a lot of talent. It's just to this point, I, I went with a B. I I guess I was a little harsher on the Bucks just because of my, my outlook on it. I give them like a C, maybe even a D plus. Outside of Giannis, this team is old. They have four players on their roster under the age of 27. They don't really have any picks left. Um, let's see. They potentially don't own their pick outright till 2028. So I, I don't like the future. I mean, Giannis is still, like you said, a force to be reckoned with. But the pieces around Giannis, I don't feel comfortable in them getting unless they do big splashes in free agency. So my my question with that would be with Giannis being Giannis, right? Is Giannis a player that has enough of a star pull to recruit in free agency to a winter wonderland that is Milwaukee? I think... I think... <clears throat> Honestly, I think it's going to depend on whatever player is up at the time. Giannis, to me, seems like a I'm going to be the center point, and we would have to find a star that's okay taking the backseat. Absolutely not. You're wrong. You're just wrong. The person who closes... He's going to say Trey Young. The person who closes the games for the Bucks is Chris Middleton. I think Giannis would be fine alongside a player who wants to take the final shot. In fact, I even think I, I even think Luca wants to be in that role defensively and offensively. I think he's better as someone coming off ball or coming or defending off wing help to get blocks and contest and stuff and the likes. I will say Luke or Giannis this year has I don't want to say slowed down, but this is, if I'm not mistaken, the first time in like five years that he shot below 60% from inside the arc. Um, so yeah, he, he needs someone, and that might have to do with the fact that Middleton has played less minutes than you would see in a movie theater this season, but yeah, something... Like I said, something feels off with this team. I'm not worried about them at all. Just in in my personal grading structure, something feels off. Um, who is next, Angela? The 76ers, believe it or not. 76ers. All right, talk me through the 76ers. The 76ers, it was kind of hard. I was tinkering between C and B, because, and I think I might go with B. Because I expected them to be a little bit lower on the seedings, but not much lower. Like four really? or five, not three. It's it's not much lower. I think James Harden I think I think James Harden and Tyrese Maxey have has really pushed them. And I think they have a better ceiling than I had for them going into this season. Like I thought they were a contender, but I thought they would come up short. I legitimately think they have a shot. Especially. Yeah, I. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you finish yours. I think Tyrese Maxey's ascension 
James Harden's playmaking mm-hmm. is going to be critical. Doc Rivers' ability to have them get wins when all three of them were out. I, I, this has been impressive. This has been impressive. I think they could make runs, and I oh. think you, you say Milwaukee feels off. That's actually kind of a matchup I wouldn't want, especially if Chris Middleton isn't healthy. I wouldn't want 76ers, Bucks. I wouldn't want that if I was the Bucks. Go on. So for me, I gave them a B, and with mine, it's based on what I expect them to perform at. Um, so they're actually performing under what I expected for them to be performing at. And that's not necessarily because I think they're too low, but you mentioned it. Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey have all three missed significant time this year. If they're healthy, there is a world where they're two, maybe even one. I don't know if they would get over the hump that is the Celtics because the Celtics, like we already said, are really that team. Like everything they're supposed to be, they are. But if any team's going to give them a run for the money, I think it's a healthy 76ers. And for that reason, just because all the injuries have dropped them below what I expected of them, I, I give them a B. I think I'm just chilling in the B range, too. Embiid's 28, not too, too old. Maxi's gone absolutely AWOL. Um, their picks aren't terrible, in my opinion. I mean, they're going to lose some of them, but that's not bad. I mean, they have young people like Thibault. Uh, Korkmaz has been okay this year. Shake. So. Yeah, I feel confident with their team for the future, but I think it's from from a future standpoint, you almost have to cut them some slack because they went so long having the best pick in the draft that it, it's kind of like just expected that eventually they're not going to have those futures anymore. And that's now finally, as the process comes to full fruition, um, yeah, so I, I I think the average for them is definitely a B. Uh, so who's next, Angela? The Brooklyn Nets. And actually, they are half a game behind the 76ers. They're, they're sitting at number four. I'm going to go. It's a C. It's a C. I'm going to go hot. I expected them to be dead in the water. Really? I'm giving them an A for what for what for the turnaround for oh, the tur- for the turnaround they did post Steve Nash firing. I I thought they were dead in the water. I didn't think the defense could be salvaged. It's not great. It's a lot better. Kevin Durant is still on fire. Kyrie is not having the best season, but he's not doing terrible. I thought they were dead. They resurrected it. I think Jacques Vaughn has done an amazing job at really rebuilding this chemistry. And yes, Kevin Durant is arguably playing some of the best basketball of his career. I've always been a big Kyrie fan. 
I've always been a big KD fan, and I've been a Ben apologist for the past three seasons. Bro, they were... S- but it's a C. They, they are so bro, far below what They I were picked. sitting in the play-in tournament range. But this is supposed to be a team. So when you're talking about, is Kevin Durant one of the best players of all time? Not like top 10. Top, like, I'm not saying, like, give me a range. I'm saying is he's one of the best players in the NBA the right now. Yes. Absolutely. Is Kyrie Irving one of the best point yes. guards? So I, at that point in time, was James Harden one of the best one-two guards? Yes. Is the team performing better than the Harden era? That's questionable. But when your big three includes Ben Simmons, and again, I have been, as you know, a huge Ben Simmons apologist over the course of his career. It's just not up to par of what I expect from this team. And I, it's like a LeBron James team. A LeBron James team is not performing if they're not at least. Bro, you were calling for them to blow it up. They were as high as a two seed within the last week. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. They should blow it up because this team, and maybe I'll eat my words and I will admit that I'm wrong if it comes to that. This is not. This is not a team that is a threat. You in the don't playoffs. think they're a threat at all? I don't think they're a threat. I don't think they're a threat in the playoffs. I think this is a one and done. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I. I yeah. I. I just. It goes back. It goes back to the Bucks for me. Like I have a strange feeling about this team, and how they're structured, and whether or not that is going to end up being accurate. Probably not. Typically, when I trash talk a team next week, they're going to like break a record. But <laughs> no, I think they have all the talent in the world. I think all of these players individually are some of the best players in the NBA. I don't think that they're working well together. So I think there needs to be a shakeup because I don't think when push comes to shove and you have that playoff defense this team is going to be as successful so i will actually change i will amend it c plus they are a c plus austin go ahead uh i think i'm giving them a c yeah they, they don't have a bunch of us no they, they they don't have any future really yeah i mean, I mean they have nick a claxton they don't looks have nice assets. yeah nick claxton looks nice i mean Ben is 26, but it's Ben Simmons, so, you know, it's kind of a body. Um, I think this team went full by now, and the reason I give them a C and not a D is just because of how they're performing now. Um, they're the only team I really factored that into, but I don't see a future for this team. I think in the next four years, they're going to be in complete and utter rebuild, and it's going to be painful for Brooklyn fans all over again. Yeah. All right. Well, who's next on the list, Angela? Probably the Cavs. Is it the Cavs? Oh, God, I don't want to talk about the Cavs. It is the Cavs. It is the Cavs. 
So, well, can I just go first and get this out of the way? They're an A+. They're an A+. I mean, I, I, I'm so excited for this Cavs team. It's, it's insane. They're so young and so good, and I hate you for yep. it. <laughs> mine. So my, go, go ahead. Mine was a C, but only a C because I had these expectations going in. Like I saw the playoff run. They added Donovan Mitchell. They were going to be in the first half of the you know playoff picture. They're doing that. Donovan Mitchell has been amazing. Darius Garland. You know, one of the things I said last week about Garland versus Trey, Darius Garland has really accepted that second role and been that playmaker. He's, I, I love Darius's game. I really do. Yeah, I, Evan Mobley yeah, I, is I, one of the most exciting defensive players in the NBA. Like, Mobley is going to be amazing. Jared Allen is good. They, honestly, we need the thing we probably need the most is wing depth and someone to defend a guard. But, this is a great team. I think we have built the start of like what Boston was doing a few years ago where, you know, they had their big two and they started adding depth to it. This has this, the similar makings where you got Donovan Mitchell scoring a bunch of points. You got Darius Garland who can go off. You have people who can rotate and switch in Mobley. You have someone who can defend a pick and roll and it's just, you can throw, you can throw a lot of front court bodies at people. And that's why I think they match up favorably against a lot of people. Cause you can just throw a bunch of bodies in pick and roll situations against bigs against just, I love it. Even though I'm giving them a C, I love them. Go on. My question for you, and this is outside of my ranking and this isn't actually relevant to my ranking. So, Evan Mobley, like you said, evolving into a prototypical defensive wing big. Do you as a Cavs fan have any concerns about the fact that he's shooting like 35% outside of the restricted area this season? Shooting 19% from three, two. I do because I think part of what made Evan Mobley so enticing was was his defensive ability, no doubt, but his ability to, to develop a three and really become like a stretch big who can defend like one through five essentially, or you know on a switch. Yeah. So yes, it is concerning that he is this year at least been like an inside big, but he's still impressive. I think. He's going to improve as the years goes on. At least I would hope. He's only 21. Granted, he's been in the league yeah, two years already, if I'm not mistaken. No, this is his second year. Never mind. Yeah. But, yes. Um, so, me, I gave him an A-. I gave him an A-. I gave him an A-. They are performing a lot better than I thought they were going to. Um, and I've always been a Garland fan. I was always a Mitchell fan. Um I like the overall construction of the team. My concern is if, and I'm knocking on wood so this doesn't happen, but the Cavs are super successful. They're in like the 70th percentile offense in terms of efficiency when Mitchell and Garland are both playing. And that takes a giant nosedive 
to like 50% if only one of them is playing. So health is my only concern for this team. I actually, they, if we were to do dark horses right now, they would be my dark horse to win the NBA finals. But health is health is going to be my concern there. Is as long as they can stay healthy, I think they would even get up to an A plus for my personal rankings. But when one of them isn't there, it's a lot easier to slow this team down. But yes. All right, guys. Before we get into the next section, go ahead and follow us on social media. It's at No Reserve Radio on all social media platforms. We're more active on some than others, but that hopefully will change. Also, if you're not following us on YouTube, if you're listening to this on a different platform, go check us out on YouTube. It's got a lot more... It's going to have like behind the scenes and a lot more fun, active stuff. Yeah. And shorts, so you can... If you don't have time, you can just listen to our most idiotic takes and have fun there. But who is next on the list, Angela? Is your favorite player coming up? The Miami Heat. Oh. Your favorite team to talk about. Oh, man. Oh, yes. So am I starting? Yes, you're starting. Okay. So, I have him as a B. What? (laughs) You're shocked, aren't you? Yes, I am. A B? So, So, fun fact about Ren... Ren can detest a player or a team and still be realistic. Even though the bench scoring isn't there for the Heat and Jimmy pretends to not care during the regular season, still a top 10 defense somehow. Um, Hero continues to be stellar. There's no other way to put it. He's... I, I still would like to see him in that bench role. I understand why they're not, but now they're they're performing around where I expected them to. If they had a bench, and keep in mind, so it's important to note that their starting five have only played 12 games together, and they already don't have bench depth, so... I'm giving him a B. I am giving the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler a B. There you go, Angela. You can go ahead and give your ranking now. This is just... Yeah, you're shocked, aren't you? Yeah. Back to back, too. Cavs, then Heat. Wow. Okay, Cavs, you should expect the Cavs. Anyone that doesn't... like, If anyone in our friend group were to say, oh, the Cavs suck... You you know immediately we're all just going to roast them because that's just a bad take. Yeah. The Miami Heat are there. There's a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that are to be desired, but I don't hate what I'm wa- like hate what I'm watching <laughs> when I watch the Heat. I I think that they're just I about act- what I expected. I actually they're actually seven three in their last ten. They beat the Bucks and the Pelicans. Beat the Bucks twice also, and the Pelicans they're, they're, in that span. They're also like nine of their last fifteen. Yeah, 
I gave yeah, him a C. That I think this is about what I expected from Miami. I sort of question their viability in the East. I guess it would depend on matchups, but I, th- I think they're they're at where I expected them to be at. Really, like yes, Butler is the star. Hero is the other focus point, but this team really depends on Bam Adebayo. Yeah. So when Adebayo's on the floor, their offensive pace is like 104. When he's off, or 114. And when he's off, it's like 103. So. It's not Jimmy's team anymore. I'm just just saying. saying. And for those of you that aren't aware, I am the card-carrying member of the Jimmy Butler Haters fan club. Um, I'm just not a fan of his. I, it's not that he's not a good player. Like, you know, it's just I'm not the biggest fan of him. Did you see, before Austin goes, did you see the the theory that Jimmy Butler got the hairstyle and all that before the season to troll the NBA so they had to use it and all their... He said that. Oh, he said that? He said that. Yeah. So did you... Like that- did you see ESPN use the 2K player generated card for that for him? I did not, but that is hilarious. <laughs> Go on. Go ahead, Austin. I have new respect for ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving the Heat a B. Um, their pick situation is pretty decent. There's two picks, 25-26, that they don't own outright. Um, Tyler Hero is kind of coming into his shell a little more this year. He's keeping it up from last year. Bam is being Bam, you know, averaging 21 and a half and what? 10 rebounds. They're both under the age of 25, so I think this team's got a pretty good future. Tyler Hero only being 23 is surprising to me. It feels like he's been in the league for. I, I got a hot take. Okay, go ahead. I don't think... <laughs> so, you're going to say 20.8, 6, and 5 is a bad stat line. Of the franchise... He's 23 years old, of averaging the, 21 of the franchise and five. Actually, he Angela. turns 23 tomorrow. He turns 23. I'm just saying, Angela. just based on what I've seen, I'm not. I'm not as impressed. I'm not future of the franchise impressed. Good player, not future of the franchise impressed. Future of the franchise? No, no, no. I will. I will grant you that. But like. Absolutely key contributor, second, third star. Yes, he, he is that guy. Is he the future centerpiece that you build around? No, no. no. But that's but, but that's how people talk about him. That's heat culture for you. Um, no, he he's not that guy. Absolutely, like a player you want on your team, sort of. And he really doesn't play defense, but, but 
I, I would want him. But, yeah, yeah no. Not someone, Not someone you, you build around. He's just a piece you add to make a run. A very, 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 very good piece to add, but... No, he's not someone you build around. So, who's next on? Are we? I, I'm, this is obvious, actually. We're doing east and then west, right? Yes. Because... No, I'm just going right down the east, and then okay. we're going right down the west. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's going to make things interesting, but who's next? The New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually tied with the Heat, too, in the standings. At 25 and 21. They are also 7 and 3 in their last 10. I, I'm giving them a B. I didn't expect. I, that's. I, I know. When they signed Jalen Brunson, like, they. That's what I was going to say. They pretended that was, like, a competitive move. To co- it was. That has been uh, a, the, like, out of the park hit. It has been a home run. It has absolutely been a home run. But I yeah. I have just been so used to Knicks not being successful that I guess I'm just conditioned to b- believe so, they're not good. So what if I told you, okay, and you can fact check this because I don't Jul- know the exact Julius Randall rankings. And, go on. No, 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 not Julius Randall. What if I told you that out of the entire NBA, the New York Knickerbockers were at or near the top 10 in both offensive and defensive rating. What if I told you that? I'm giving them a B plus. I am giving the Knicks a B plus, and the inner Pacer fan in me is dying inside to, to, to rate the Knicks so high. Um... There's a legitimate chance that Jalen Brunson is an all-star this year. I mean, if they keep having limitless money and signing one really good free agent a year, maybe they'll get there eventually. <laughs> eventually it'll work. Yeah. I mean, what you, that's, that's the best part of the Knicks is the people they sign. It's not the people they draft. There is that new deal. There's the new TV deal coming up, and the Knicks are going to have a lot of money to there throw around. There you go. I'm going to be so sad the day the Knicks actually land a superstar with that money. Yeah, I I would have expected the Knicks to want to lose this season. They are one of those teams that I think should have gone for the Victor sweepstakes because he is a player that you want in the New York state of mind, the lights and playing in the garden. But I also wanted Brunson to succeed, and I knew that once they added him, they were going to be a playoff team. I'm interested to see what they do at the trade deadline, but I'm like I said, B plus. I'm giving them a B plus and not looking back. Mister Austin, what are you giving the Knicks? A minus. So, I mean, youth standpoint, there are four players, I believe. Four players over the age of 26. And the 26-year-old is Jalen Brunson. I know the New York. So, they're young. I know the New York. Mitchell Robinson. They're not our second highest-rated team right now. Go on. 
<laughs> For future? Yeah. RJ Barrett. You probably have probably to separate my ratings from yours. Yeah, it, that's what I was going to say. Like, we all, that's why I tried to highlight it at the start of the episode. We all use different ratings here, <laughs> and it's going to make things confusing. Very but confusing. it's fine. It's Angelo's no going to have, Angelo's going to have, like, the Rockets as a F, and then I'm going to have them as, like, a C plus, and then Austin's yeah. going to give them a freaking S plus plus. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen. Here's. Oh, man. That's not. At the very end of the episode because they're the bottom of the West. Yeah. <laughs> so, keep so going. stay tuned Sorry, for yeah. that one. <laughs> no, but I think A minus for them. Um, their pick situation is a little scary. But I think between RJ, Brunson, um, I mean, Cam Reddish is doing okay-ish. Mitchell Robinson, once he comes back. Do you think that Cam Reddish will be a Nick in a couple weeks? Because I don't. So there was the rumor that came out, and it was on NBA Twitter, and it was someone that had, like, the legitimate blue check, not the I spent $8 check. Um, (laughs) By the way, follow us on Twitter. Um that the Knicks asking price for Cam Reddish was only a second-round pick. I don't care what team, if I am the GM of any team, and I have cap space, and I'm not going to send myself into luxury territory, I'm spending that second-round pick. Get him on the Lakers. The up- huh? Get him on the Lakers. Right. 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 A decent three-point shooter that can play defense. Like, who doesn't want that for a second-round pick? So, yeah, go, go go, continue. Sorry, I keep interrupting Austin, and I feel bad for it. I will shut up you, now. You do you. No, but I think they have a lot of young pieces. Um, I'm afraid of the Knicks doing Nick things and completely screwing it up and chasing all of their players out of New York or Madison Square Garden. But... Looking at, Looking at it in a vacuum, I give them an A minus. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of future potential there, and I'm 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 also waiting for them to screw it up. But I've been waiting for them to screw it up for a while now, because while they haven't exactly been competitive, they've had a solid couple years from a team management standpoint. Um, it, it's, it, it's nothing, nothing like, like the Knicks of the 90s, obviously, obviously but it's not, it's not something that I'm disappointed to see as a basketball fan. going to see Julius Randle starting to snap back, back, back to, to normal, whatever yeah. he was yeah. doing, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think we'll ever see all NBA Julius Randle again, but... No, I think that was Flash. But moving to the next on the list, who we got? Oh no! Dum oh, no. dum dum. Oh no! Dum 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 dum. Number eight, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh god! Can I just leave the room for the next four minutes? Would you like to start? No. No. Want to start? Get it out of the way and let you just ramble. I don't even want to do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I gave him an A. No, I gave him a D. 
I expected. Yeah, okay. I expected. I expected this team to be. I. I. I am going to give Trey Young credit. I expected them to be a top five, six seed. I. I did not expect them to be fighting for a play in tournament spot at this point of the season. They were a lot of people's dark horses. They have disappointed, and you can blame Nate McMillan, you can blame Trey Young, whatever way you want to go, but they have not played to the standard I had for them going into this season. They are they might not make the playoffs by the time the playing tournament is over. They're they're in the playing. They might not make the playoffs once the playing tournament concludes. So, so I, so I gave them a C plus. I gave them a C plus. Look, I. I like Trey Young a lot. I think he's a great player. I like DeShante Murray a lot. This is disappointing. Um, it's not like, and again, I fully think Nate McMillian is to blame. They added DeShante Murray and got worse. They didn't. They didn't. As a team. So the whole point of adding DeJounte Murray was to give a secondary option. So when Trey Young goes to the bench, you have someone on the floor. So how many points does the or do the Atlanta Hawks put up when Trey Young is probably not a lot? Actually, 114 points. That is a lot. Wait, really? It's actually 114 points. That is a lot. When? Yeah, so when he's on the bench this season, how much? Do you oh, think you said up? when he's on the floor, how much do they put up? I thought I thought you said what? I thought you said the reverse. Yeah, when, he's when he's on the floor, I did too. I was like, wait, probably so around when, when when he is from one hundred fourteen, probably to around ninety five. hundred and five actually. So okay, a hundred and five actually. So the Dejounte Murray experiment has worked. But this team is built for offense. It is not a defensive team in the slightest. Nobody in their right mind is saying John Collins and Trey Young are centerpieces on a team built for defense. Yes, Capella is a solid defender. Okongwu, solid defender. But that is not the identity of this team, and that is not how this team should be utilized. And honestly, they're like a bottom 10 offense right now because they're not being utilized with their offensive weapons. Because, again, you should be coaching and adapting based on the performance of your players and how they play. If you are Doc Rivers in 2010, right, and you are telling Ray Allen not to shoot a three or to not play an action to get open off the ball because you don't think that threes are that important, that's bad coaching. We know just based on every single team that Nate McMillan has coached that no team he coaches can shoot well. It has nothing to do with the players because before he gets there, they're fine. After he leaves, they're fine. During, not great. So, it's a long way of saying they're performing worse than I thought they would perform. But I also thought Nate McMillan would have been fired by now. <laughs> uh, I'm giving them a Go ahead, Austin. Uh, yes! D. I'm not confident. When Trey Young is gone, 
Unless they pull some great assets back for Trey, which they could, and it would change my grade. With, I just, with the way I the market to... is, what are I'm they going to get? It. They're not going to get the asset so price. What? So what? Hold on. Before what if? What if it's not Trey that goes, and instead it is Nate McMillan that goes, and this team builds continually around Trey Young, who is enjoy your perpetual young. loss in the Western Conference Finals or the round before then. It's not like Atlanta is. It's not like Atlanta is no, Milwaukee. It's a lot easier to draw people because every NBA player wants to be a rapper. That's what 2K tells you, right? So what's a bigger rap scene than the ATL? It's a draw. It's a free agent draw. And Trey Young is a player because even though he's known for being Steph Curry, like he's an elite shooter normally, ignoring this season, because again, we we talk about long term trends, not forty games. Trey Young is one of the best playmakers in the league. As two K tells you, every NBA player wants to be a rapper. As two K tells you, every single NBA player wants to be a rapper. That's that's all I, I think. Say about that. Even in your scenario, so, Nate. That's goes. that's all I, I think. Say about that. Even in your scenario, Nate goes. Trey stays. Trey would need to revert back to how he was last year, where he was just going off. He was insane. But also, like, John Collins has gotten steadily worse. Oh, no, John Collins has to be traded. He has to be traded. It's like, I don't know. The reported asked something ridiculous like five picks and a pick swap. The assistant Everyone, so there's an old saying that so, you want 10. Everyone, so there's an old saying that if you want 10, or if you want one, you ask for 10. That's what everyone's doing right now, because like we said with Jakob Pertl, he's not worth two first-round picks, but that's what you ask for him, and then you hopefully get a pick back. So as we get closer to the deadline, those trade prices will come down. I don't think John Collins is a bad player. Yeah, he needs away from Trey Young. scenery. Um. Isn't that what you just said? Isn't that what you just said? If that's the way you want to do it. Isn't that what you just said? If that's the way you want to do it, I I don't... No, I said he needs a change of scenery. That's nothing to do with the players he's playing with. I just think some people thrive better in other systems. (laughs) Who is next on the list? Can we please get away from the Hawks? The Hawks will return. (laughs) They'll be back. The next... Team on the list is the oh. Pacers. Who? Go ahead. Uh, I... You're not starting this one. I, I, I'm not starting this one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not starting this one. I want to know what y'all say. So I already have my rating, and they've lost five. <laughs> Outside of very, very recently, so I tried to do. 1A and 1F for each conference. The Pacers actually got my A for... Yes, I I had zero expectations for this team. I thought they would be closer to the Pistons than they are 
right now. Uh, I did not expect them to be a play-in tournament team. I did not – wasn't at some point they were a top-five seed when they had that ridiculous – I did not expect that. Tyrese Halliburton has been mm-hmm. amazing. The core looks great. They're an A. I, they're great. I said it. The Pacers are good. So this, this Don't tell me hurts. I rated your team this higher than you did. You'd significantly down. You absolutely did. He's probably significantly did. So, do you remember what my standard was for how I wanted to rate teams? So, my standard is don't because you never listen to me. So, my standard is how they're performing to expectations, and that's not always a good thing. Yes. Tyrese Halliburton has been that guy. Yes, been... Tyrese Halliburton has been that guy. He has arguably been an all-star. I... arguably an all-star. I think he'll. He's not going to make it based on fan. I have him ranked higher than Trey Young this year. an injury reserve, which still counts. It still goes on the resume. By the way, we really need to do. Well, we need to do our all-star outs. Um. Has been. Mathurin has been Aaron Smith has been amazing. Jalen Smith has not been exactly a show stealer like we expected. Miles Turner, Buddy Hield, having career ears. These are all great things as a Pacers fan. The question is, in terms of the future, are these players going to make enough of a jump to be a championship contender within the next two or three years? Because they're not this year. Not even the most optimistic Pacer fan would say, this is our year. This was the year to tank, and obviously I don't want the team to tank. I hate tanking. I don't think any team should tank. But this was the year to not be good, and the Pacers have been really, really good. And as a Pacers fan, I love that. I love watching the games. But from a rating standpoint, I got to give them a C. They're not where I want them to be. I wanted to be in that lottery sweepstakes. Not necessarily to get Victor, but... We know if Miles Turner's not extended, he's probably leaving. There's not a backup plan to replace him. Like, yeah, Isaiah Jackson potentially could be that guy. Goga Batadze, long shot, could be that guy. But I don't know. This is like a fun season, but I'm worried about what the implications of a fun season are going to be for the future. So as a Pacer fan, I rated them lower. I set a C. I thought they should have been full in on embrace the rebuild and not just the retool. And Tyrese Halliburton, just as a tangent here, I think could go down just on what we've seen as one of, I'm not going to say the best, but one of the best Pacers of all time. He seems like a guy that wants to be here for the rest of his career. I'm going to be really upset with the front office if we waste his prime by not getting help here like we did with Paul George because I don't blame Paul George for requesting the trade. The front office Wouldn't it be the most Pacers thing if you are, once again, the perpetual team that makes it to the divisional and then loses? Oh, absolutely. 
that would be. Like, oh, absolutely. That would be. There's a joke in sports history like, that, like, when I get. There's a joke in sports grave, history that, like, when I get lowered into the grave, I want the Pacers to do it so they can let me down one last time. But, yeah, no, they they get a C from me. I. If it was just it's based on performance, it might even be an A plus because they're. It's an A. So it might even be an A plus because they're punching so high above their grade, but. I had to rate them a C. Austin, what do you have the Pacers at? It should be really. I had to rate them a C. Austin, what do you have the Pacers at? It should be really high because young pieces. S minus. S minus. S minus. You know me, I'm all about. Yeah. So I mean. You know me, I'm all about <sighs> young players that are playing well above what they should. You Like you hit multiple times. Halliburton, Matherin, Nimhard, Neesmith. They're all great pieces. They're young. And they put the Pacers to be exactly where I want them, which is losing to the Cavaliers in the divisional round every year. I love it. Pick-wise, they have all the right Pick-wise, they have mm-hmm. all of their picks, potentially, except for this first one. Um, Boston gets it if it's 13 through 30. Cleveland may get it if it's 15 through 30. It's going to be great. Um, but that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, Cleveland's not going to get anything. You also didn't mention the fact that Benedict Matherin <laughs> is the best player in the NBA, better than LeBron James. We have proof of it. The goat. It's the goat. He's the new goat. He is the new goat. That was less painful than I thought it was going to be. One but Chicago Bulls. Next, Angela? Oh. They're a D. I gave him a D. They're a D. That's all I'm saying. It's a D. It, they're on pace to win like 33 games. It's a D. I gave him a D. It is, no matter how you look at it, it is a D. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. They it, built this core with the expectation okay. to at least be in the playoffs. They are outside. No, no, no. No, no, no. They would be the last team in the play-in. They would be the last team in the play-in right now. So, no. Yeah. This isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. I mean, that's this, better than I thought they were This was a failed do, experiment. But... No, no, no. This is... Yeah, there's not enough shooting. They're... I'm trying to remember. They're either very last or, like, third from last. It's one of those two I cannot remember, and I don't know why I can't remember, in three-point shot attempts per game. We are in the modern NBA. That doesn't fly. It's obvious. I I debated. They, they might There's be an one they team I think F. has been more I disappointing. I changed it. To me, believe it or not. I have a feeling because I have an F on I mine. have a feeling because I have an F on mine, but I think I'm going to have two Fs. I'm giving the Bulls an F. I, I'm surprised they're a play-in team right now. So the Bulls are the worst three Worse three than the Lakers? Attempted. Yes, oh, they're the Lakers. They are horrible. Shoot what? 34, mm. the Bulls shoot 33, and the Hawks shoot 33.4. So, watching the Bulls, 
Okay. Most of the time, I've never been one of those people to talk to my TV, like, during a game. But you will see, and the only other time I do this is with the Lakers. Just wide open, and you're just like, shoot it. Shoot the ball. Shoot it. Like, even if you're going to miss, just freaking shoot it. And the Bulls won't. Like, I think you could run... Like a five-end defensive set and just have all of your guys clogging the paint. And the Bulls won't score because they won't shoot it. It's like watching Red five really made reference to my five They in. will not shoot it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, five-end is a great defensive scheme. Um, who's, did Austin rate the Bulls? Austin did not um, rate the Bulls. It's a D. It's terrible. It's terrible. Darable. Burn it down. Burn it down to the ground. Burn it. Um, we are next. We should be running yeah. the Eastern Conference. Next is the left. Toronto Raptors, who are just outside the playing tournament. Uh, this team actually took my F. I <laughs> believe it or not, I had higher expectations really? for them. I really liked their core of Vlanvli. Vlanvli. I can't say it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, well, of Barnes, of Siakam. I really love the core. OG Ananobi. This team should not be this low. Yeah, I, I, yeah this is... It's, not I gave them a C. It's, they're not I they're gonna be good or to... bad. They're just there. Yeah, I thought they would be a playoff team, but they're just there. They're not it was between them and the Bulls. Near the top or near the bottom yeah. of offense or defense. They're just there. They are to use the word the no, kids use they're these not days. They, they are, are the mid team right now. They are disgusting. They are disgusting. disgusting. Compared <laughs> to what they the expectations they had going into this year, they are disgusting. But, I mean, I've heard rumors that the that they might they might actually blow it up. So here's here's where I take issue with that. So what NBA teams in the last what NBA teams in the last have won the NBA fifteen years? Okay, have won the NBA championship without a top five player. You know, LeBron's made to ten of those fifteen finals. So. I'm I'm asking I'm just asking has any team won it without a top five player? The answer is no. Is Pascal Siakam a top? The answer is no. Is Pascal Siakam a top no. five player? A playoff team, so right? What were your a playoff team? They are out of the playoffs. They're not... playoff team. We have we have half the season left to go. As a they play- will probably man. squeak into the playoffs, but it, it's not. I might wager that. It's not that great of a man. team. It is not that great of a team. I thought it looked better than the Bulls. Do you think it's a great team? I don't think it's like. I think so. I don't think so. I think the Bulls have a better constructed team. But in terms of expectation, mm, I expect the Bulls to be better. No, no, you are, 
So no, no, you're you are you are you are off on that one, Austin. What is your grade based on draft capital? C. C. The reason it's not a D is because of Scotty Barnes. Because they have all of their picks. So. It feels like Barnes. I, I'm not going to say he regressed, but he averaged out from last season. Like last season was such a great, great season from Scotty. And then this season, it's kind of like, yeah, it's a, it's a good season. Yeah, I mean, his scoring is a little down, but like, over, yeah, I'd say he averaged out and he plateaued. It feels like a sophomore slump, so hopefully next year he's, he's right yeah. back up to his game. Um, the Wizards. Next? That's not a hard one for me. That's a hard one. Maybe not on here, but I've been saying the Wizards are just going to waste Bradley Beal. This is not anything I didn't already expect. I did not have expectations for the Wizards going into this season. It's a C. They've hit. Congratulations. You're terrible. It's a C for me as well. They're like 10 and 16 in close games. You got to close out if you're going to be in any way competitive. And I don't think anyone really expected the Wizards to be competitive. Um, it looks like they're moving Hachimura uh, or trying to. They're shopping him. I know Beal is now actually eligible to be traded. So I'd be interested to see if they do. I never thought they would move John Wall, so I'm not going to say they're not going to move him. Um, Kuzma, Kristaps, they've been positive sides. It is worth noting, though, that now that I'm thinking of all the Wizards games I've watched this season, Bradley Beal has not played that many. So to be in complete fairness to them... He's missed like half the season, and he is their best player. Twenty-five played. Yeah, yeah, he's their best player, and you'd be hard pressed to find a team that's missing their best player to be performing exactly up to expectations. So I'll change my grade to a C plus. They're a little better than I expected. Not much, because I expected them to. What a playing team! Right in. Not even that. I said Brett, they're performing a just little above them better is than I thought they would. So if they're, huh? They are. They are. Yes. Yeah, they're two games back from a play-in spot. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Based on what I'm watching, I expect better from them. But I don't expect them to be a playoff team. So I guess like. When you're basing it off of that instead of the way I did it, which was I had all the teams pulled up. Um, oh, see, I'll give them a C. Then they're performing exactly where I want because I don't think they're a play-in team. But I expected them to be close. No, wait, no. I'm, I'm the way I was saying it was right. I expected them to be an absolute bottom feeder of a team, and they're performing better than I thought they were going to be performing. So that's why they get a C plus because C is they're performing. Yeah. So yes, yes, C plus is right. Trying to distract me and throw me off my game. Go ahead, Austin. C minus. It's yucky. That's, that's yeah, it is yucky. 
I can tell yeah. you that without even looking at their assets. Yeah. Like you said, KP and Kuzma, yay. Everything else, yikes. Yeah, I like Hachimura. He's not great, but he's not. I've more. never been a fan of Hachimura. I'm with Austin on that. Yeah. He's just decent. Monte Morris, decent. Denny Avita, decent. Bradley Beal, like. I don't. If you're a basketball fan, you like Beal. It's just. He's not. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, he's not a guy that you build around. Um. The next team is, next? is the Orlando Magic. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. So, I give him an A. Oh, my God. It's really, like, I'm, this is pure Wall Street bets. Oh, my God. This is going to the moon. He's buying stonks. Yes, they have 15 wins. They have 15 wins. I am buying oh, no. every stock available. Oh no! Oh, and if you're not, no. if you're not, <sighs> go on, Ren. They're like eleven and eight over the last. They're like eleven and eight over go the on, last. Ren. However many that is, nineteen. It's one hundred and thirteen points per one hundred possessions. Defense is a lot better. Paulo is probably rookie of the year. They have solid depth at every position. It's young. Like, this is a really young team, and they're not horrible. Franz Wagner, MVP. I don't know if he was actually MVP, but I'm giving him MVP of Eurobasket. He was the most fun part to watch of Eurobasket, and he's still balling. He's averaging 20. So, yeah, I, I this is an A. It's it's entirely based on the fact that I didn't expect them to win a single game. I'm going to be honest with you. Obviously, I knew they would, but ex- expectations, no. What? Obviously, they're performing above those expectations. And the future, there are few teams in the NBA that have a brighter future than wow. Orlando Magic. I am giving them an A. I don't care what you say, Angelo. Go what ahead guys, and talk what down are you guys on doing? this team. Yeah. Did you get? I know what you're See, gonna you say. Anything yet? Uh, you guys, you guys are really hyping <laughs> up a 16 and 2018 <laughs> that hasn't been relevant since Dwight Howard. Yes. That has a bunch of young ass. Yes. This is like this is like this is like the dynasty team yeah. that has all uh-huh. the darling dynasty assets, but doesn't win. That's this team. They no, got no 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 no. So what we're doing, what we're doing here. So so what foolishly. we're doing, what we're doing here yeah. is someone just turned on the fondue. They just mm-hmm. turned on the fondue and they just mm-hmm. dropped a bunch of cheese in it. And it hasn't mm-hmm. melted yet. No. But you know what fondue no. is. And you are excited for it. No. You're gonna no. say no. no fondue is on its way. And you're you've got your bread on a stick waiting. No, you don't. That's what we're doing, is we know what's coming. You you think the other side of fondue is like 
I don't even know. Some mm-hmm. kind of like liver mm-hmm. sandwich spread. That's what you think mm-hmm. is going to come yep. out of the other side of that. No. No. The cheese is I'm not getting on the cheese train. Get on the cheese train. Is Paul. All right. All right. Hot take. Hot take, Dien. Time for the hot take. Mm-hmm. I do not think. Paulo has been great this year. I do not think Paulo is going to meet the expectations you are going to place upon him. I do not think this Magic team. Hmm? Based on what, Angelo? Based on, based on what you're saying, you are placing he's got next almost on him, right? Yes. He's not hitting that! Yes. Oh, uh, no. No. No, it's a C podcast. It's a C. They they're 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 playing they're playing like I expected them to. You're insane. I I don't I don't have faith in the magic to you need to get this right. I don't have faith in the no, no. Show me, show me, show me. No, show me. Win a damn game. Show me. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. 16 of them. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And Paulo missed a lot of those losses. We're we having so. this exact same conversation yeah. next Austin, year too. Go, go ahead and oh bring this god. average up. Go Go ahead and bring this average up. Bring this average up. What are you rating the Orlando Magic? I'm doing like an S minus minus or an A plus plus. Yeah, yeah. This is this is obvious. I love the team. You know, I've liked the Magic for a, for a few years now. Not only because they're my only quote unquote hometown team, but I mean, Orlando Magic make playoffs next year. Yeah, he's starting to do something. I'm excited. Next year, I'll bet on it draft. right now. Um, and like the players have to make some jumps right now. You, you know what? I'm not saying live next. because this is not live. Okay, I will take that bet, Angelo. Orlando we Magic making terms. the playoffs next they, year. Making Apollo is going to be the year. second coming of LeBron. Let's go. Yes, sir. No, that's Whatever. Benedict. Apollo no, that's Benedict. Paulo is a taller this. Steph Curry. Going to change the game. I hope Fultz Garland is the next Trey Young. I hope Fultz Garland is the next Trey Young. I know you did not just say that. I know you did not just say that. I know you did not just say that. I just so as much as I want the Cavs to succeed. I want so desperately for Mitchell or well, Mitchell already has had one. So I'm not going to comment on that. I want Garland to have like a five per playoff performance, just so Angelo will walk back his statements and be like, "Oh, that's not that bad. It's just one season. It's just the playoffs. Playoffs are fine. They don't matter." But yeah, you can finish up, Austin. <laughs> I don't think I have to. Okay, who's next Hopefully. on the list, Angela? Oh man, the Charlotte Hornets. You <laughs> gave him an F. That's an F. <laughs> I gave him a D. That's an F. <laughs> I gave him a D. It's health related. I gave him an F. 
And it, it's health related. Lamello Ball. <laughs> Who is the best player on that team? It is Lamello. It is, it is not even close. It is Lamello Ball and then everyone else. Lamello is already at yeah. three ankle injuries for the season. Availability is crucial towards the team's success. I expected I this to be a play-in team. Because I've been really... I've been really high on well I'm I've always been really high on LaMelo. I thought he was the best of the Ball brothers. Um but yeah, so it, it's an F for me. They should be looking to move. They've got pieces like no, he's Scary not. Terry. Scary Terry is not a spring chicken anymore. Gordon Hayward not exactly the rookie with the Justin Bieber hair anymore. It, it, they've got to move some of these old pieces and start building around LaMelo. Did Austin say about the Hornets and LaMelo? Are you going to finish your injury? Okay, go ahead. I was about to talk, did and then you came back. <laughs> okay. Do a magic trick. D. Okay. Um, there are Follow D. There's LaMelo. LaMelo what about the future? It's, it's bad. Get him, Get out, him of out of there? Save his soul. Get him out of there. There is no future. There is always a future. There is no future. So, you don't think Gordon Hayward warrants a pick from a contending team or Terry Rozier coming off as a six-man? They can build the coffers back up. And I didn't really take trade trade movement into account. Okay, that's fair because like there's there's ways you build this team with yeeting Lamelo into yeah you drop a bomb in it. No, there's other ways. There there's options than yeah no. And Angela Raya, <laughs> well, and we're back to the filling the gap time void. Um. Fun fact about Angelo for all of our listeners here. Um, he likes to just walk away in the middle of a conversation and not say he's leaving. But then we'll continue to say, I'm back. Not that big of a problem normally. But see, here's a fun fact about what we're doing right now. We are recording something. And when he does this, and this is the first time he's done it while we're recording, just... Full disclosure. I have to try to fill this gap. And I'm not great at this. I What's up? Angelo, please come back. Hi, how's it going, buddy? Hi. Are you gonna give your <laughs> I can't say anything. Charlotte Hornets I I said it was a D. Come on, who Jenny? Yes, I did. oh maybe I was <laughs> muted. But it's a D. <laughs> I expected a little bit more, but I didn't expect much more, honestly. No shock. It's they're t- they're bad. We're almost. They're bad, it. and they should feel bad. Yeah. yeah. So what's next? The Pistons. We're almost out of the East. The, the Pistons. Yeah. Oh, Pistons are last. Pistons. I thought we did the Pistons already. I. I'm gonna give I got him at a C. This is what I expected. I can't say based on my ratings that I think they're better than I expected, but they're 
they've dealt with a lot of injuries this season, and I'm still excited for the future of this team. I think they've got think one of the most promising young the magic. courts in the league. And they've also Stop got. Beth Slander. They've also got. Killian Hayes. Future MVP, Killian Hayes. Speak mm-hmm. it into existence. Make that man have an actual NBA career because one time. So I'm high on Killian Hayes for a different reason. Not because he's a good basketball player. Because, like, yes, he is a good basketball player, but is he a good NBA player? No. But this man. In a 2K league, led me to three NBA finals. Oh my god! So I, I am higher on Killian Hayes than most people. He is. He's almost averaging ten and six. Oh wow! Play on the parade. Let's do it. What's Austin's? Um. So what? What are? What are your? Yeah. Uh. I'd have to give them probably a solid A. I love you know, Jayla Duran, Ivy, Cunningham, now Killing Hayes, the GOAT, I guess. Um, Sadiq Bay is starting to do pretty well. So, I'm excited for the team. Yeah, I, I think they're going to move Bay, but I, I am also excited for the future of this team again. Hurts my soul as a Pacer fan to say that, but... It's accurate. And they stored seven good years. Yeah, we use. All right, so I don't know about you guys, but this took a lot longer than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, I, I was expecting us to fly through these teams, but we've had actually a lot of discussion. So good discussion, though. I, I think yeah, it's been it's been fun for sure. I personally, I think we should split this into two parts. I agree. Because we just we just finished the Eastern Conference and this is about as long as we normally run. Yep. Um so yeah. if you guys are cool with that, I I say we just revisit this and run it as two episodes because I don't wanna oversaturate an episode because at the rate we're going and I know the Western Conference is gonna have some spicy takes. Um but do you see my A and F anyway? Go on. Yeah, so so I think I think we'll split this up. Um, so yeah, follow us on social media, No Reserve Radio, at any social media platform you utilize. Follow us, follow us, and follow us. I'm gonna keep saying it until you do. Um, like, subscribe, heart, react, whatever platform you're listening on. Definitely follow the YouTube. It is going to be a pretty critical part of our plans going forward. I think I'm going to start releasing the podcast, uh, the day it releases on RSS on YouTube as well. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's going to be the move is just releasing the whole on YouTube. I have had some feedback from a few of our listeners that the YouTube is where they would prefer to listen to it. Anyway, we haven't really had much interaction on specific platforms as much as we have on youtube um yeah so i think that's going to be the way to go so if you're not already follow us on youtube it is no reserve radio same thing that you would follow it if you're listening to us anywhere you know what our name is yep youtube follow the youtube hit the the bell thing 
notifications. It's going to release at the same time that it releases everywhere else. But if you find that easier, follow us there. Yep. Um, besides that, we will see you guys on the next one. It's just probably going to be a part two to this. We might try to swing it and knock it out of the way early and then release these closer together and do another episode. I don't know. We weren't planning on splitting this into two episodes, so nothing I said matters right now, but you might see an episode earlier or you'll see it at the same time next week. Regardless, thank you for listening and we will see you next week or sooner. You'll find out before we do.